Ronnie. How you doing, man? Good. How are you guys? Good, good. Doing well. That's good. I mean, I guess we can get it kicked off or started off. Boom. Hey, I don't know if you listen to Ronnie's. We always ask the same two questions. Uh-huh. What do you want to be, like, occupation-wise? What do I want to be? Oh, this is a good question. Um, I don't really know, bro. Like, because I was, like, when I was really young, and my parents are both nurses, they're both in the medical field. My sister, my older sister majored in uh, human bio. I was like, dude, I can't do the medical field because if I'm in that like hospital room and homie is dying in front of me, <laughs> bro, <I'm, laughs> I can't handle that pressure, bro. I'm like, okay, man, um, I kind of forgot everything. So yeah, that's too much pressure for me. So I was like, okay, I need to find something else that I can do and I need to do it quick. And I was like, yo, technology is pretty sick. Um, video games are pretty cool. Um, I like computers and stuff. And then I took AP ComSci with Mr. And that class was so funny because like we just didn't pay attention the whole time. Um, and I, I thought it was pretty fun. So I was like, okay, maybe I'll do comp side. And then everyone kept telling me about like, oh bro, if you, if you do comp side, um, you can like graduate with six figures easily, bro. Like you get an internship, like the job outlook super high, like everything, everything has software in it now. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll just do comp side. Um, but at the same time, like, uh, after I graduate, at UCLA, hopefully in four years, or hopefully earlier. Um, I also want to like go to a Bible college and do a, se- a seminar so that I could become a pastor too, because that's mm-hmm. something I'm really passionate about too, and I think would be really cool if um, I do something other than just comp science and behind a computer the whole time. Yeah, I feel like that. You have any programs that you've worked on or you are working on currently? No, bro. It's summer. It's like my senior year, longest summer of my life. Why would I be working on it? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, oh my God. Here's I'm so thing. looking forward to that. Oh, here's the thing. Like, um, at UCLA, I was so intimidated because like, there's like people who like have coded since birth and <laughs> I only took a comp sci class in high school, but hopefully like I, I learn a lot, um, through clubs and organizations and stuff because, um, there's a lot I don't know. And, a lot of programming now is through like iOS software or through languages, computer languages that I haven't learned. And also I'm like, like, I feel like everything's been invented yet. I need to like up my creativity to think of like, okay, what can I even make? What app, what program can I make? Like, cause most of the people who make programs at UCLA, they, they make programs for UCLA. They make like, oh, here's a way you can check what food is available in the dining hall and stuff. So mm-hmm. I'm just here like, okay, I feel like I really need to up my creativity or something because if not, I'm going to get left behind because people are going to be making these amazing programs left and right. And I don't know what to start with, but hopefully I could, even if I like, I could just bounce off of someone else's idea because programs are usually not by themselves. It's usually like someone else um, hires a bunch of people to work on it together. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm hoping on. But as of right now, no, literally like, this summer, I've just been chilling the whole time, not worrying about like, oh my God, I need to work on a freaking computer program or anything. <laughs> right, right. But yeah, I feel the same way. Like whenever I I see something, someone create something new, I'm like, bro. Like when I watch Shark Tank, I'm like, why didn't I think of that? Like I definitely could have created Tank? that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what's is Shark Tank even like-, like going right now? No, but like I, when I, I don't watch it, like I haven't watched it recently, but like mm. you think everything's invented and then when someone creates something new, it's like, bruh 
Like I should have, I should have done that. I mean, think about the person who created Post-it notes. Like they're a billion billionaire. Like it's literally just a piece of paper with some sticky that you put down. <laughs> yeah. I always used to think of that's like my like kind of inspiration. I was like, Post-it like, notes. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, is post-it inspired notes by Post-it like, notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, oh, yeah speaking hard, of which, like, you're starting school next week, right? Yep. Thursday. So, are you are you excited? Wait, say again. Are you excited to finally start school? UCLA at home. The dream. No. <laughs> Bro, oh my god, it's so frustrating because like my whole entire life, like ever since fifth grade, I was like, okay, I want to go to UCLA. Like that's my dream school and stuff. So I work, 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 like do all this, um, apply and stuff, and I finally get in. And once I finally get in, the world shuts down. It was like like the most heartbreaking thing for me, like over the summer, just thinking about, dude, not my freshman year, not my freshman year. And then all of a sudden everything's closed down and now I have to spend my, like first, probably my whole entire school year for this year. Like I'm at my dream school at home behind this laptop where I'm going to have my computer off all the time. I'm going to like wake up five minutes before class and like sit, like lay down in my bed and have my computer on my lap or something. It's just, it's, it's so hard, man. Like I wish, I could just like pause, like the whole world could just pause, wait till everything's fine and then reopen everything instead of forcing us to learn through like a computer screen. Cause I can't make any new friends. And I like wanted to play basketball so badly at UCLA because so many people like just play pickup at like colleges and universities yeah. and stuff. But yeah. now it's just like all out the window and it's like, well, I have to like interact with people through Zoom and make connections right. through Zoom. So kind of sucks. Well, like I know like a lot of, universities like through my brother and sister like they've met people beforehand through like different organizations that they joined like before school even started mm -hmm. ha have you experienced anything like that yet or um i kind of slacked and only started looking at clubs and organizations like recently um because i like i was kind of really behind on um like orientation and stuff but yeah i, I looked at like some organizations and like comm side clubs at ucla and yeah bro everyone's like freaking like think of everyone in comm side is like like everyone <laughs> has that personality so it's like i'm surrounded by him everywhere and there's like there's no no baddies it is oh the saddest God. thing yeah. I mean, I feel like you should have known that coming into it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, I kind of expected yeah. it. Ah, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should have been like a volleyball major. <laughs> bro, no, the nursing majors, bro. Nursing oh, majors where it's at. Yeah, that's true. The nursing majors. <laughs> I'm mean, not to bog you down, but what did you miss most about senior year? And I know you got something before COVID hit, which was, yeah, bro, you really wanted I, it. <laughs> freaking I, I won't forget my last day at school freaking march 13th on that friday um so much happened that day and i got on prom court that day too and they were like oh okay oh, we're going on two two week break and stuff i was like okay cool um and then everything shut down and then nothing was nothing happened but honestly like the thing i missed this one that's a tough question but i would say like not even the events the thing i miss most is like just hanging out with people like mm -hmm. this summer i was gonna go crazy i was gonna like get a disney annual pass and go to disneyland all the time and like i finally was able to like to drive like wherever i wanted and hang out with friends all the time and just like having that graduation moment with your friends and like mm -hmm. um 
just being able to like this week or like a week before I would have gone with all my friends, go somewhere like really nice. And just like think about like, yo, we're all, like, this is it. This is like, we're all separating now. Like, mm-hmm. and just like enjoy that moment. But because of COVID, like I, I didn't get to have that. I didn't get to have that. Like, like this is our send off. Like I'll see you guys like in December or something. Like, um, I hope you guys have fun at your colleges. I didn't get to have that. So if anything, the thing I missed the most was like just my friends. Um, because everyone's over it now. Everyone, no one wants their graduation back or prom or yeah. grad night back. Like they just want life to be normal. They just want to be able to see people again and hang out with people. So honestly, that's what I miss the most. Do you have any friends that are going with you to UCLA? Yeah, I got together they're like the two most roasted people out of our friend group like out of the group chat like every time we're together with them they're like we just roasted the most so i was like supposed to room with them but then everything blew up but dude i was supposed to like play basketball like every day i would have like balled you up balled you up balled freaking anyone who wants to smoke bro i was gonna go crazy all the summer and what sucks too is like you guys watch last dance yeah yeah like after i watched that I was like, bro, I want to play basketball even more. Yeah, and because like, he, he, just, he just gave you that like killer mentality. Like, yeah. like once I play basketball again, I'm not, I'm not going to lose. Like, I'm just going to like play like Michael Jordan out there. <laughs> but then I'm like, I'm stuck in my room. Because like, and then uh, like the only people I get to play with is my cousin or my dad. And like, I go full try hard. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not going to, I can't lose. Like I, like i ain't taking no mercy on anybody bro but yeah, it's just it's this just been going through my mind also, you really man. missed an opportunity man would have been recruited by ucla basketball yeah bro that's what i'm saying bro the first like freaking five eight like scrawniest shortest dude <laughs> All you need is that killer mentality, that Mamba yeah, mentality. the Filipino yeah. Nate Robinson right here, dude. Oh. <laughs> the next Muggsy Bogues, bro. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas. Hello. I think he made a name for himself, but where is he at now? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, kind of speaking of basketball, I know you're a Lakers fan, but why are they going to lose tonight? Okay. Okay. I need to, I need to practice something here because I, I get a lot of hate for this and a lot of heat for this, but – um, I'm a Lakers fan, but I'm also a Miami Heat fan. See, I'm that's what I was telling you, Matthew. Because I was oh, like, I, yeah, I thought he was just a Lakers fan. fan. I didn't know. I didn't know. No, I, I was both. seeing his posts, like, and I was like, he's literally a Heat fan. Dude. <laughs> okay, because here's how it works. I, I was a Lakers fan growing up, over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got really pissed at like the Lakers fan base, like telling me all these lies. I'm like, oh, we're gonna get this person, this person, this person. I was like super excited when Dwight Howard and Steve Nash joined Lakers. I was like, oh, this is it. We're gonna we can finally like go for a championship again. And then we just like blew up. And I was like, what is happening? And then, mm-hmm. and then Miami Heat come with the Heatles, with the big three, LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. And it was just like so fun watching them. Like LeBron is what made me like love basketball. Not mm-hmm. even because of like his scoring, but more because of his passing. Like yeah. just his ability to make everyone on the floor more of a threat, I thought was like so unbelievable. So I became Miami Heat fan and like cherry on the top, the coach is Filipino. He's the first Asian American coach hey, in history. Yeah. 82 wins in the postseason. Like 
Eric Spolstra has like one of the highest winning percentages in the postseason. I was like, I'm a Miami Heat fan. I got a Lakers jersey in my closet. I got, I mean, I got a Kobe jersey in my closet. I got a LeBron James on the Heat jersey in my closet. And just recently, I just ordered a Tyler Hero jersey after he dropped 37. Hey, bro, I'm telling you, next Devin Booker, bro. Next Devin Booker. He's going to be better. He's going to be better than Devin Booker. Devin Devin Booker. He's too clean. He's too clean. No, Tyler Hero is Devin Booker with confidence through the roof. Not a, what? Devin Booker? Confidence through the roof, bro. Tyler Devin Hero Booker has Yo, he's the first person happen. since Magic to drop 37. Yeah, 37 points as a rookie. He literally carried the heat to that victory. Hey, but but with that said, Boston's taking it in seven. Just okay, mark okay. my words, okay. dude. Okay, okay. The bro, Miami Tatum, have Matthew never Tatum lost. Tatum is crazy, bro. He's Kobe. Okay, that's true. He's okay. Jason Tatum. Yeah, that's why. It's so hard for me to like hate the Celtics. Besides, like Marcus Smart, because Marcus Smart flops all the time, and it like annoys me to watch him play. <laughs> but it, like Jason Tatum is literally like he reminds me so much of Kobe. Like if Kobe didn't have Mamba mentality, like if if Jason Tatum gets Mamba mentality, he'll he'll take over the league. Yeah. But t- right now he just plays too passive. Um, yeah, you're but right. It's so fun watching Jason Tatum. And Jalen Brown's such a humble guy. He came from Berkeley. He's, like, so vocal about the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, really Kemba, Kemba Walker, I have mixed feelings about him because he also flops. Gordon Hayward plays League of Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Gordon Hayward really, like, ruined his career, bro. Like, yeah, he was bro. Injury, 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 injury. You can't, you can't say you ruined it. He was hot. Yeah. He got injured. And then they paid him a ton of money. And now the Celtics are low-key in a bun because they can't really ship him yeah. off. Yeah. Okay, okay. But back to the back to the Celtics in seven. What the okay, the he are sixteen and O, like as a franchise when they lead by two O. I don't think Jimmy Butler, Udonis Haslam, Eric Spolstra, all those leaders, Pat Riley on that team. Udonis Haslam. No, 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 no. Okay, leadership? Yeah, I understand. I get he's I'm saying leaders. I'm saying leaders. I'm saying Jared Dudley's not a leader like Udonis Haslam is, bro. If you if you did you if you watched the Heat Celtics game last night, if you watched it, during the timeout, Spo gives his stuff. But then right after Udonis has them, he's like the embodiment of heat culture, rats everyone out. And it's like, you guys are doing this wrong, this wrong, wrong, wrong. He, he's ho- holding everyone accountable. And if you, that's, what, that's what the failure of the Clippers team, that, that's why they failed. And that's how people blow through one leads, when people aren't accountable, yeah. when people don't want as much, when the leadership isn't there. Wait, why like, are we giving what... no credit to the GOAT? Jokic, I've been preaching his name for four years. For four years, no one wanted to listen to me. I said he's the best center in the league. Two years in, uh, I'll let you rock. He's definitely the best center in the league. Nicole Yoke is the best center in yeah, the league, yeah. but he's not the best big man. Best big man is Anthony Davis. But, yeah, that's, but yeah, I'll give you the Heat are not going to blow through one lead. I, I don't see it happening. I, I think I, so, dude. Tatum scored zero in the first half, even though they lost that game. Yeah, he what he dropped at like twenty seven. He dropped twenty eight. He dropped twenty eight in the second that half. Game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, he can take wait, over wait, wait. when he wants you to. You also know that yeah. in all of his elimination games, Tatum always goes off. Yeah. Every elimination true. game, he went off. You see him in the off. second half yet last yeah. night? Oh it's my crazy. god, it's that crazy, was beautiful. Bro. Okay, but the Heat haven't lost back-to-back games in the postseason. That's also true. They 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 lose okay, one game, they always bounce back the next game. They Dude, we they, they the, beat the Pacers. The, we want to get the number one seeded. Okay, Milwaukee let me let me Bucks. talk about the Bucks, bro. They're, they're uh, the wait, fastest wait, wait. Giannis, team. Giannis gets shut down 
in the postseason. He's never done anything. Yeah, Giannis has then, never performed okay. in the postseason. The, no, that's not – you're not getting enough credit to Giannis because the Miami Heat were literally built to beat Giannis. Because – Yeah, okay, so it against, was a matchup problem too. Yeah, it was a matchup like, problem. Like I say, if Celtics get through, they beat the Lakers. But if Miami get through, the Lakers beat Miami. No, so no one's beating the Lakers. No, Literally nobody's beating the Lakers. Wait. I don't know. Lakers we'll see. We'll see. are going to win – Like. It's not even going to a game six. Max game five. No way. Whether it's the okay, okay. Or the Celtics. Okay. If, okay. I'm, I'm not, telling you now, dude. I don't want to make any freezing cold takes because I think that Celtics and seven is a freezing cold takes. I'm gonna write that down so that when, when, or when or if the Heat win, I'm gonna post Ronnie on my story and be like, "This man said it was." <laughs> yeah, that's rogue. That was a rogue call. I'm that, just saying, Tatum is nasty. Yeah, Tatum is no, no. nasty. Just, but, just, just watch, dude. They got a bunch of solid pieces. All they need. I don't see is them winning two more games up. in a row. I don't see them doing that. I don't see the. They literally should have won game, game two. They blew. They blew a fourth quarter lead. Game two. They should have won that. Or game one. Yeah, Which one went to overtime? Okay, but that's like giving too much credit to the Celtics and not enough credit to the resiliency of no, the no, Heat. No, the, the Heat like, are definitely resilient. The, the Heat entered fourth quarter down by fourteen against the Celtics. A lot of teams just like okay, like okay, what we're just gonna like blow up. But they, they come back. They're down 17 against the Celtics in the first half in game two. They still come back. Like, yeah, you know who also does this, that? The Nuggets. They just come back on the Clippers. Every that's true. That's true. That's good. Okay. And down then, by 20? Uh, uh, it's nothing. It's nothing. Big joke. <laughs> we got him exactly where we want him, bro. We got him right where we want him. <laughs> okay, but that's, that's like exactly why I, I need – I think I'm going to get a lot of flame for this. But I need the Nuggets to win today because if it's Heat Lakers in the finals – I want to make sure the Heat have enough rest because LeBron is like the most, he's like the player who takes care of his body the most, like out of anyone. That's why he like yeah. he never gets injured. Yeah. So if the Celtics game, if the Celtics series goes to seven, the Heat Celtics goes to seven, but the Lakers game ends tonight, that's a lot of rest for the Lakers against whoever they go against the finals. But also but, like if you come hot off a win, like if a team comes hot off a win, then it's like, I don't know if rest always plays into that factor, you know? Like you got yeah, that no, momentum. Yeah, yeah, but Anthony Davis is like injured, so they need that rest too. Yeah, that's true. So that's why. All right. But dude, I I just can't believe. Not only did the Nuggets pull out two three one leads, I mean like comebacks, yeah. but they're in the same position again, like three series in a row. How do you go three series in a row? Put yourself in a three one series lead. I'll tell you, our bench is inconsistent. I'll tell you, MPJ could be the next KD, or he could be the next Okay, Lamar bro, Oda. chill. <laughs> he could be the next Lamar Odom, or he could be KD, bro. <laughs> but like, I, I think it really does depend on our bench. Like, Grant and Monte Morris. Monte Morris went crazy when yeah. we won. So, oh, it's yeah. like, the way our bench performs, because Jokic and AD are going to feel like cool. I feel like and LeBron also, just shut out Jamal, so we'll see how Jamal does today. Yeah, so Jamal, like, sometimes he pops off, but, like, other times I feel like he's scared. He reminds you know? me so much of Lillard sometimes he's scared to shoot. he can just, like, go off. Like, you know how, like, yeah. Lillard and, like, Steph, you can just – and they're, they But he's got to be aggressive if, if they want to win. But yeah, that's mm. true. But we'll see. But, yeah, after, after the Celtics win game six, I'm going to text James, and I'm going to be like – Game six. Tomorrow on Sunday, 4.30. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm gonna text James at like eight, and I'm gonna be like, uh, "Still don't believe me?" Question mark. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll and if see. they win, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna deactivate my Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I mean, kind of going away from like the finals and stuff. I mean, you have like Lakers and Heat, or do you have Lakers taking it if it's Lakers and Heat? 
If it's Lakers and Heat, I have the Heat taking it. Hot take, right? Okay, that's a hot take. Whoa, whoa, that was gonna roll, hey, Jim. That was gonna in the belly, bro. That's gonna roll right into the fire. Uh, I forgot what the ignis means. Yeah, yeah. hot take right here, all the viewers. All the listeners. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Okay. All right. Now yeah. I'm going to James. So <laughs> I got to hear this. I got to hear this. I got to hear this. Here's why. Um, December 13th, 2019. That's the last time Lakers Heat played each other. Um, Lakers won by three points. Last two minute report comes out. Do you guys know what that is? Yeah. The yeah. Last so last two minutes, minute. Did you say? The last two minute report. It's when like the NBA looks over the okay, last yeah, two yeah. minutes of a game. And mm-hmm. says like, "Oh, this was an incorrect call. This was an incorrect." Call. Oh, like the rest and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they was there was two incorrect calls, well, two incorrect no calls where Anthony Davis fouled Jimmy Butler in the on on the on what would have been the game tying three at the end. Um, so that's how that's how close the Heat can get to the Lakers. That's the first thing. But also, this is before the Jay Crowder and Andre Iguodala trade, and also this is when the Lakers had Avery Bradley who is a really, really, like, important key perimeter defender for the Lakers. Whoa, whoa. That's you can't bad. just be knocking playoff Rondo now, dude. <laughs> okay. That kid, is, that kid is crazy. Yeah, bro. but playoff Rondo doesn't have the same crazy. defense that Avery Bradley does. Playoff okay, Rondo gets not. away with a lot of fouls. But, but Rondo that, also facilitates, of... facilitates their offense better. So it's, like, give and take, you know? Yeah, but if you have Rondo and Braun at this, on the floor at the same time, what are they going to do? R- Rondo's going to drive to the lane, kick it out to Braun for three. Braun's going to go drive to the lane, kick it out for Rondo for three. Like, what is going to happen there? That's- no, dude, okay. But I think the Lakers during the regular season played really passive, like, through, like, through, like, every game. And then at the end, if they were down, they just kicked it into another year. And then just, like, either one or they fell short because they did it too late. It's going to depend on Braun. Like, if Braun can uh, eat up the Heat's zone defense, then the Lakers are going to win. But if, if the, I, I'm going to say if, if it goes, like, if it's game two and the Heat have the series 2-0, the, uh, the series is over. The Heat are, I don't see the Lakers coming back from a really? Heat series lead. No, I'm telling you, the Heat are 16-0 when they're up by 2-0. Okay, so, but you can't just rely on stats like that because it's like – you got to look at every other team when they're up 2-0. They're probably winning that series. Okay, but at the same time, the Lakers are 52-0 and after leading in the fourth quarter. I mean, like, once the fourth quarter starts, if the Lakers have the lead, they're 52-0. and So that's the biggest problem for the Miami Heat. If they have a terrible third quarter and the Lakers are leading when it enters the fourth quarter, LeBron and Anthony Davis are too big of a closer that that game is probably pretty much over. That's why it's going to be extremely hard for the Nuggets to come back from this 3-1 lead because they have to keep that in mind that if this is a close game, like when you enter the fourth quarter, LeBron and Anthony Davis are too good of a closer that they're probably just going to uh, take it all away. But I think – Okay, no, there you go. So I think, I think the problem with, like, the Heat-Celtics matchup, for the Celtics at least, is that they don't have athletic bigs, right? Autobio, that guy, Bam, I was about to say that, Ronnie. I was about to say that. Yeah. Bam versus Bam AD is, is going to be much a good more fight. athletic, even though he's smaller than Tice. Like, Tice can't uh-huh. move like Bam can move. Yeah. But Davis is shutting down Bam. Bam is not doing anything to the Lakers. Well, okay, offensively, but I think Bam does it in reverse. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen both ways. Yeah, Bam is also right. going to shut down AD. That one block, ooh, that was too nice. Yeah. Bro. That was the coldest block nice. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. He snatched it out of the air, bro. I was, that like, was insane, bro. 
was like, what? Do you see how how much authority Tatum went? In? He was like, I'm definitely yeah, bro. Him, bro. Like his hand like bent like backwards. That was I insane. Know, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I think also just for I mean, but I think either way, he's a defensive game. asset. Jen's oh yeah. Hot take. I think Tyler Hero, he's there. He has that potential, but he doesn't always show it. Like last. Oh yeah, game, definitely. Yeah. He, and like, Duncan Robinson is the same yeah. way. He's on and off too. Yeah. Yeah. They're very, they're very streaky players. But okay, with uh, at first though, like, like we're talking all this talk of like, oh, yeah, what, what happens if it's the Heat Lakers final? We have to get there first. Lakers have yeah. to win this series. He still have to win their series. We have to get there first because, or we're all making cold takes and like for all we know, it could be a freaking Nuggets Celtics series. That's so, true. For the <laughs> we'll take see. that you did have, bro, we're just <laughs> analyzing it. Because we'll, I also we'll think okay. that Jimmy Butler okay. has that thing where he's always a winner first. So, like, his stats, I, I completely ignored stats. But I don't know if he takes over because I don't know. Yeah, Jimmy, no, I don't if, know if he has that ability to take over. Like, no, if you, you, you want to watch him. if you want to watch him take over, watch the, the Bucks series against the Heat. There was a fourth quarter run where Jimmy Butler pull up three cash, pull up three cash, mid, mid-range spin through, um, uh, two-pointer cash. Like, I, I've never seen him take over like that. It was literally, like, 11 straight points. But he's also not a consistent Jimmy Butler – outscored the whole entire Bucks team in the fourth quarter. So he can take over. He does have that ability, yeah. but he's also streaky too, where he doesn't have the right. best three-point percentage. He doesn't have the best mid-range percentage. Like, literally, he gets fueled not by stats, but by, like, his mindset, like the intangibles. Yeah. Okay, and then when I say, like, I, I take the Heat in that finals matchup, I'm saying, like, I'm going to root for the Heat because, like, when you look at on paper, the Lakers have – Two first all NBA players, and one of them's LeBron James. <laughs> so, no matter what, it's gonna be super hard for the Miami Heat to beat the Lakers in the finals because you got LeBron, who's been in the finals like nine times out of like 10 years, Anthony Davis, who's like who's been on MVP ballots, who's first team all NBA, who should have won defensive play of the year over Giannis because yeah. Giannis didn't play as good defense as Anthony Davis. Um, but like. The Heat do have an advantage, I think, uh, that they could still be a threat. Because you think of Andre Iguodala. He literally won finals MVP for his defense on LeBron. Steph should have won it, though. Yeah, obviously Steph should have won it. But I, I guess, like, the media, like, shifted it in a way. Because, yeah. like, the media always shifts things yeah, towards but... LeBron, right? Yeah. So yeah. everyone, instead of saying, oh, look at what Steph's doing, they were like, look at what LeBron's not doing. And they were like, oh, it's because of Andre Iguodala. So we give Andre Iguodala the finals MVP. So the Heat definitely can yeah, take it. Bayless take Lakers right there, series. dude. Skip Bayless take. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. That's no, crazy. but Iguodala's old now, dude. He's not as – Oh, yeah. He was so, getting frustrated against the Celtics that last game, bro. He was mm-hmm. chalking it for the team. I seen one of his one of his turnovers. Oh, that one, that one was oh, yeah. No, but sometimes I just be rooting for the Nuggets, like fourth quarter, just to come bro, back, just so honestly, the Lakers. Can just I've been rooting for the Nuggets for four years. So. No, no, I, I don't remember I, I that now. I want like, the I, Lakers to win, but like I want it to be close to the point where like Bron seals it with like a dunk. Where, like Anthony Davis hits a game winning three again. Yeah, we should have won game two. No, I, but I, I actually my, remember that. I was my ideal like, scenario. All right, no, continue, continue. Sorry. I was like sitting in the second row in Comsci, and in front of me, I hear Matthew Yao going off about the Nuggets. Dude, I'm <laughs> like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I've been, hey, James, I'm so glad that you said that because people are like, oh, you're a Nuggets fan? Like, I didn't know that. But I was literally talking to, because I had this kid named 
I can't say his name, but I'm talking to him. I'm like, yo, this we're going to make it to the finals. This guy is the GOAT. Jokic is the GOAT. Jokic is, <laughs> Jamal Murray is injured right now. He'll, he'll come back. Gary Harris is injured right now. We're going to fry you guys. And yeah, but Gary Clippers Harris fan. He's the kid next to me was a Clippers fan. He's said, really streaky, too. About? Look at this guy, Jokic. This guy's the GOAT. <laughs> no, I swear, if you guys add another piece, like, it's kind of over. Ooh, well, I have a question about that. I said, if you – I didn't know that your, your team was, like, the Heat as well. But I was mm-hmm. saying, if the Lakers slash Heat could get one player, who would you choose and why for each of them? Okay, do we, mean heat, like, do we mean, like, I'm the general manager now and yeah, I have yeah. to, like, decide – okay. Well, for the Heat, obviously um, – I would honestly be patient. We don't need to trade assets to Giannis this year because he still has one more year on his contract. Mm-hmm. We could wait till next year when he's a free agent and Pat Riley does his whole like magician thing where he yeah. like, gets free agents to Miami um, and do it that way. And for the Lakers, like what we are in a, like a win now mentality. The pieces we have now are good. It's literally just like three-point shooting on our bench. If we could get anyone... I think, like, Kyle Korver is a free agent. Um, I forgot how many years J.J. Redick has on his contract. But mm. here's another – I don't know if it was a hot take, but it was a fun take. Darren Collison, Etiwanda High School alumnus. <laughs> straight out of Etiwanda, <laughs> Rancho Cucamonga, straight out of the mm. IE. If we could get anyone, I'd love to see Darren Collison on the Lakers. I feel like that would be so good <laughs> to see, like, yo, that Etiwanda. man, like, lived, like, a street away from Etiwanda High School. Didn't Drew Holiday go to the Etiwanda too? That guy, Drew, he went to Etiwanda, I'm pretty sure. I got no clue. I, I know. Yeah, I he went to Darren Collison come out of retirement to play for the Lakers. <laughs> dude, it makes no sense. Why did he go to retirement? He's like, he's so young yeah, still. So, if, if, any, if he's going to come out of retirement for any team, it's got to be Lakers. Oh, wait, I want to hear you guys. Nah, dude, Drew Holiday went to Campbell Hall. I want to hear you guys' right. top 10 Matthews is Matthews has, Matthew has a fun take in his top 10. <laughs> okay. It's not, not, it's not a fun take, bro. Hey, I'm – okay, wh- wh- I want to preface this by saying I'm mostly a player's person. He's like number five shooting guard in the league, dude. He's no, even, no, no, no. Hey, like, hey, 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 shut up, shut up. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, Let me I say that it, my, I'm a player's person first. I am a Nuggets fan, but I also just like following players. So yep. I can debate about the players. All right, Braun number one just overall. KD, this is also including injured people. Yeah. KD, number yeah. two. So when everyone's healthy, yeah. Yeah. Kawhi, number three. AD, number four. James Harden, number five. I'm going to switch it up. Steph, number six. Number seven, Giannis. Number eight, Jokic. Number nine, this is what Ronnie wants me to say, Devin Booker. And then number Come 10, on, number 10, <laughs> number 10, I'm going to give it to Lillard. Luca's got right there. D-Book in his top 10. Oh, uh, you Luka a Suns right fan? What? I'm not a Suns fan. I'm a players fan. And I've, I've oh been I've known that a Booker has been a star Kobe, since he came yeah. in, bro. I thought my top 10 was controversial. Your top 10 has Devin Booker. What are you talking <laughs> oh about? Oh, my God. Bro, you guys, uh, and he got Giannis at seven. He got Giannis yeah, you got Giannis at seven? At seven? Yes. What is he? Be- hey, answer me this. Is he better than LeBron? No. Put LeBron, on, the, put, put LeBron on his Bucks team. Put LeBron yes. on his Bucks team. Dude, it's better. They're making it to the finals. Easy. Yeah. They're not making it to the finals. LeBron has Anthony Davis, first team all NBA as a teammate. 
Giannis's best player is Chris Middleton, who didn't make an All NBA team. Yeah, he's an All Star, but Rudy, Rudy Gobert was also an All Star. So being an All Star doesn't mean a lot. Rudy Gobert was on the Rudy Gobert was on uh, All NBA third team, though. To be fair, and Giannis. Uh, can I say that I'm talking about complete? I'm not talking about just recently. I'm talking about overall, and about their skill set as a player. Like, cause I can't really then I can't put Steph in here because he didn't really play. But just overall as a player, I think Giannis is way less incomplete than LeBron, KD, Kawhi, AD, James Harden. Defensively, LeBron, Kawhi, he improved KD, a lot this with. year. Defensively, I, okay. his first few years he was I. Right. His shooting is not nothing. LeBron can get streaky. Giannis doesn't get streaky. He just sucks at shooting. So I cannot put him top five. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about skill set. Then James Harden would be the best player. But he's not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. No, no, no. His defense is trash. What do you mean his defense is trash? His defense went up, No, his point inflation. Oh, he's – I think it's trash in comparison to the people above him. But I think that he is – very, very underrated. All the media does like the portrait thing where he's, oh, he doesn't yeah. defend. But his free throws, I, well, I don't like the way he gets his free throws. This is some, I mean, I get it's the NBA. Okay, yeah, dude, he gets foul calls way his too much. His step backs like, are travels, but he still makes them. But I'm just saying that overall, like as a player, like James so Literally Harden every three foul. James Harden takes, he like, falls I'd rather have AD down. over every James three, yeah. I'm thinking of like overall, like. I'd rather have Kawhi over James Harden. I'd rather have AD over James Harden. I'd rather have KD over James Harden. Okay, okay, okay. I'll give mine with with this as as background. I looked at winning teams. I looked at teams that were winning. I looked at like if I put I I made like scenarios in my head like if this person was the same, this person's not the same. Because I think I think if LeBron is on the Bucks, they they don't do as good in the regular season, but they probably do better in the playoffs. I I do I do concede that because. And Giannis in the playoffs, what if, if LeBron was on that Bucks team and went against the Heat, they'll probably beat the Heat. But the Heat were built to, be, to, to beat Giannis. So it's kind of unfair to be like, oh, Giannis isn't a winning player because, like, he literally went up against a terrible matchup. Goran Dragic himself said, like, someone interviewed, he was like, what's the difference between guarding the Celtics team versus guarding the Heat team? And he was like, oh, on the Celtics team, we can't just guard one player and forget about everyone else. Like, but I also think really, that's kind they, of a bad argument because, like, you can put a lot of teams and there's also a system built around a lot of teams. So it makes it kind of different. Like, when LeBron goes, the system is built around him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so but like, everyone on the mm-hmm. Bucks was streaky, dude. Literally. Yeah, but, like, if yeah. you replace LeBron and Giannis, the roles are very different. So I don't, I don't know if it's, like – Yeah, but I understand yeah, LeBron makes his teammates better. Giannis doesn't so, Tell that, that to Danny Green. Tell that to Danny Green. Danny Green Okay, bro. Though. Danny Green's just <laughs> – Trash right now. <laughs> Danny Green. All right, here's my top ten players. All right, All right go I'm on. gonna go from ten to one. Ten to one. All right, number ten, Jimmy Butler. Number nine, Chris Paul. Number eight, Kawhi Leonard. Number seven, Luca. No- number six, Steph. Number five, Jokic. Four, AD. Number three, KD. I'm gonna do like one A, one B, Giannis and LeBron. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This guy got Giannis. This guy got wait, 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 wait. Hey, Ronnie, Ronnie. No, no, no I had Jimmy Butler is one win away from the NBA Finals. Of course, okay, he's okay. in my top 10. Okay, maybe, maybe Jimmy. Right? Yeah, but it's also so why think about this. Ronnie, Ronnie, think about this. Think about this. The last time the Bulls made the playoffs was when Jimmy Butler was on the team. Last time the Timberwolves made the playoffs was when Jimmy Butler was on the team. Last time the 76ers okay, but think made about a that, good that, enough playoff was when Jimmy Butler was on the team. 
Those teams were better. They weren't just Jimmy Butler. They had solid pieces all across. No, but the Timberwolves team, once they lose Jimmy Butler, now, they're, now they have the number one pick in the draft. The okay, 76ers, what happened they in lose Philly? Jimmy Butler, they get swept in the first what, round. What happened in Philly? Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, they can't beat Kawhi they, and his Raptors, dude. Kawhi traveled on that last play. He okay, caught the ball, he took two steps, and then started dribbling. It's a 3-3 series, even if you ignore game seven. Like, that should be a clear win for, for Philly. Come on. Jimmy Butler, are- is a, Jimmy Butler is a winner, bro. The, the people on have this, this list, I'm thinking of, like, who can help me win games? Like, I don't even have James Harden on this list because I've seen... Oh, my God. You yeah, seen, you don't have Harden. Yeah, dude, I, mean, I was thinking, I was like, wait, he's Luka and... I've uh, seen clips of James Harden, like, getting mad at his teammate because he didn't get his 10th rebound for the triple-double. Did you, did you see Michael Jordan getting mad at someone for not getting, like, not right, getting him the right, rebound? Okay. Have you seen Kobe do that? But That's Michael Jordan, you, can't can't one one of the stats. you can't compare James Harden. You know they're different players. Yeah, but James Harden doesn't have that winning mentality because, like, he—you're right—he doesn't. After a game, after a game, he wins. He he went, James Harden wins a game, right? Like, well, there was this one game he won, and he—what does he scream? He doesn't scream like, "Yeah, go Rockets" or something. He's like, "Give me that second, give me that second MVP." Like, bro, is that? Do you really care about your MVP more than winning a championship? Think about the Rockets. The the farthest they went was when they had Chris Paul on the team because he's a winner. They, they could have beat that Warriors team with four All-Stars, KD, Clay, Steph, and Draymond. They could have beat that team, but guess what? Chris Paul got injured, and they didn't beat him. Chris Paul got injured. That's okay. why Chris Paul I mean, I don't think there. they're beating them either way, but... <laughs> they were up 3-1. They're up 3-1 against the Warriors. Chris Paul gets injured, and they lose. I hear what you're saying. Okay, wait, you don't got Katie that excuse that for, like, Kawhi. Yeah, dude, I have, I have KD on... Uh, KD's number three. Oh, Katie's number three. Okay, I didn't hear yeah. All right, here's my top ten. So I'm going to start off from ten, too, like James. All right. Um, number ten, give me Damian Lillard. Number nine, Luke. Number eight, Jokic. Number seven. Ooh, number seven's tough. Um, let's go. Let's go James Harden. Six, Steph, five, AD, four, Giannis, three, Kawhi, two, KD, one, LeBron. I respect that. I respect it. Kawhi's too high. <laughs> Kawhi's too high. Why, why is Kawhi too high? Kawhi, come on, dude. He literally okay. won. He wins the finals the MVP. Version, he wins the finals MVP with a Spurs. He wasn't the first option. He wasn't the second option. He wasn't the third option. He won finals MVP. Why? Because he locked up LeBron again, just like Iguodala. The media shifted to LeBron. Why did LeBron do bad? Oh, let's give it the finals MVP to, to Kawhi Leonard. But he On also Raptors contributed. Team, he goes and beats, like, basically just Steph because Klay Thompson gets injured and Kevin Durant gets injured, gets the finals MVP. Now okay, he's wait. put in the place. Klay got in the place. injured game six. Now, now he's in a place where he has to be the leader. In the Raptors, he didn't have to be the leader. Kyle Lowry's the leader. In the Spurs, he didn't have to be the leader. Tony Parker. Okay, come on. Jinobi, Tim Duncan's the leader. What do you, the leader now he's the leader. Line. Now he's the leader in the Clippers. Guess what? They blow a 3-1 lead. In the second round. Because of Pandemic P, dude. Pandemic P, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Kawhi Leonard scored zero points in the fourth quarter. Zero points. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, I think to be fair, I think he's overrated as well. But like, I also, you know what? You can switch him with like Giannis. I think so. <laughs> okay, there you go. I like that. Kawhi's. Okay, I get the argument about him and like when he first won his first Finals MVP. But I think he was the most important player. I get the your options thing, but like AD is a second option, and he played he, the way the players he was playing with were well respected. So that's only the reason why people don't think he was the first option. He developed a three. He's crazy mid range. He kept he keeps improving offensively. His defense, I think, is overrated now. Like he was locked down, and he can be when he yeah, wants to. I feel to like be. he's gotten yeah. Right now he's, he's two laps on defense. I'll give you that. But bro. If I see Kawhi, I'm shaking in my boots, bro. But there's no way you're telling me you're taking Jimmy Butler over Dame. No. Come on, oh, dude. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm Damon with up that. No, I, I – part of that is because I was just so disappointed with this Portland, Trace, Portland Trailblazers team. Like, you get Hassan Whiteside. You get Carmelo Anthony. You were in the Western Conference Finals last year. Yeah, you got swept by – uh, the Warriors, but you were in the Western Conference Finals and you barely make the playoffs this year? How does that happen? They had a lot of injuries this year, though, too. Okay, fine. I'll give you Nurkic. I'll give you Zach Collins. I'll give you Nurkic and Zach Collins. Lillard right. was injured for a bit, too, right? Yeah, at the, at the end of the season, but not before COVID. I just, COVID. I just think... I just oh, yeah, think, obviously. from a winning perspective still, Jimmy Butler is more of a winner than Damian Lillard. Because think about it. Think about it this way. Before the season started, people predicted easily that the Blazers would make the playoffs. And then they became the most disappointing – well, not the most disappointing, but one of the most disappointing teams in the NBA in the Western Conference. A lot of people said, oh, Jimmy Butler's not a winner. He's an idiot. Why did he join them? Like, my, me, myself included, because I was like, this Heat team sucks. Why would Jimmy Butler want to come here? He's probably just going to troll and, like, not play well, just get a bunch of money and then get his four years and then leave. But he proved me this year that he's a winner because people said, oh, he's going to barely make the eighth seed he's, or he's not going to make the playoffs and he's going to get swept in the first round by Giannis or by the 76ers. And then he's one win away from the NBA Finals. Look at, look at that prediction from the Portland Trailblazers easily making the playoffs to barely making the playoffs. And they're no, right. not making the playoffs to being one way win for the NBA Finals. But in the bubble, Lillard – It's like, also – it's he, also recency can, bias, though, I feel like. I'm doing oh, yeah. this overall, like, consistency as well. That you can't oh, – yeah. I think Jimmy Butler right now, or he's always been a leader, and you've seen it, like, how he calls everyone soft. Like, on Philly, he was like, these guys are just lazy. On Minnesota, these guys are just soft. Like, he's always been that leader. So, I wasn't afraid of him going to Miami. I knew mm-hmm. Tyler Hero was going to be a star. I was kind of unsure about Bam. I didn't expect them, obviously, to get where they are now. But like I feel Kendrick like Kendrick Nunn too. Yeah, guys are balling. Yeah, no, Kendrick Nunn hasn't been. Wait, is Kendrick Nunn injured or something? He did, didn't really. No, play. he just not getting minutes in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm kind of confused yeah. on that because that guy was literally blowing everyone up at the beginning in regular season. I don't know what what it yeah. is actually. Yeah, hey, dude, Hero's playing like 40 minute games now. Yep. Yeah, no, but sometimes <laughs> he'll, sometimes he'll go for 12, and then obviously you can see what he can do. 37. Yeah, go for but, yeah. 37. James, I think like what we kind of conflict on is James is like a like his top 10 is winners. Ours is just yeah, like well, I mean, Kawhi is the winningest player in NBA history. How? How? <laughs> like win percentage. LeBron win percentage. James. Oh, okay. Okay, but I, but to be fair, yeah, he's been on like great teams. But, and LeBron uh, like, plays so many games that it's kind of hard to like talk about win percentage. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he played so many. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously, mm-hmm. and he went up against the Warriors, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bro, like, can we just talk about how unfair that team was? They wanted a. They want. Oh yeah. <laughs> just KD just pulls up. Uh, <laughs> mm. Wait, I that's why like the NBA this year is so much more fun to watch because it was like no be really fun next year too oh yeah with the Warriors coming KD, back with the Nets yeah. yeah I thought about putting Kyrie in my top 10 he's just attitude and no come dumb. on Kyrie he, no 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 Kyrie what he's just, shown me what he's, he's shown me the last three years puts him at like 15 maybe yeah. not even 15 like 20 but I was just I, I hey, had it this is mind. kind of a hot take but I was gonna put what's his name in my top. I was gonna put Zach Levine in my top ten. But, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my god! I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. No, like, I have like a few, I have a few shouts. So like Clay, Donovan Mitchell. I had CP3. But Clay's not a complete player. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa that's no, a hot no, no, Clay's complete. Clay's complete. That's not what I mean. Okay. Clay's not a leader. Like he can't oh, yeah. lead a team. I, I see that. Yeah. I see that. I see that. Donovan hmm. Mitchell, though. I had I would see it was between CP3, Luca, and Lillard for me. I just went Lillard just because I just like Lillard. Honestly, CP3 was like one of my favorite players growing up. He was really good, and I think dog, bro. That, that Clippers dog. team with like DeAndre, Blake, uh-huh. CP3, that team should have done better. But like once again, I blame Doc, Doc Rivers. Rivers. Yeah, uh, yeah, Doc Rivers underwhelming. He's always been underwhelming. Yep. The only teams he, he won the most with overrated was the coach. Overrated coach. Team. I was just about to say. Yeah. Like, you see that Celtics team? Yeah. And who beat that Celtics team? The GOAT, the Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Thank you. Done. <laughs> who did he have? Who did Kobe have compared to that Celtics team? Nobody. Pau Gasol? Yeah. <laughs> no, just, just, hey, Ron, I'm sick of this disrespect for Derek Fisher, bro. I'm coming hey, for you. Dude, Derek <laughs> Fisher is not nice. as good as, like, you was cold, bro. John I was yeah, wowed by Derek Fisher every time I watched him when I, in 2010. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was the mark of like all time. 2010 yeah. Lakers starting five. Who do we have? We got what, Lamar, Derek Fisher, Lamar, Powell, Andrew Bynum, and Kobe. Yep. They Andrew got... Bynum was a first round. Uh, wasn't, he a, wasn't he like a top five pick or something? Or was he, didn't he go number one or something? Andrew Bynum. The point is, Andrew Bynum is not even close to being considered <laughs> yeah. anything. He's ever. not in the NBA now, so that's where we. Andrew Bynum is like an old Javale McGee, dude. Come on. Yep. <laughs> okay, now funny. we got. They got Rajon Rondo, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen, and I mean Kendrick Perkins, Loki trash too. But like <laughs> the other four, that's that's the same as the Warriors team. Okay, obviously they're not as good as the Warriors team, but like the Warriors had Bogut. As center too, so like you but can the have flaw one. Was Rajon player. can't shoot yeah. though. Yeah, Rajon only passes. K- okay, KG Rajon was dropping like fifteen assists a game. <laughs> yeah, KG and he had Ray Allen and Paul Pierce were cold. I I understand that. But did, don't, you that Fisher, don't you dare just Derek Fisher, bro. Don't you dare just Derek Fisher. Metal World Peace, bro. Anyone named Metal World Peace, you know their ass, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here, bro. And Shannon Brown, Sasha Vujicic. Yo, Shannon Brown was a beast. Okay, who's going to remember Shannon? Okay, that's like saying Caruso is a beast. Caruso is a beast. Caruso is the most important player on the Lakers. 10 years from now. Caruso is cool. I will. I will remember. Okay, dude. I'm sick of this Derek Fisher slander, bro. I'm sick of it, Ronnie. I yeah, dude, how did Derek Fisher do as a coach, bro? Come on. Dude, he's a player. When he was a player, <laughs> okay. he was cool. What do you think of Steve Nash? Do you think he's going to be like that? Because, like, I think, like, eight of the top ten 
like if you look at the top 10 assists of all time like who's get who's uh had the most assists of all time like eight of them have become coaches and like they all suck as coaches <laughs> yeah, so do you think true. steve nash is also gonna suck as a coach i don't i think i don't think he's gonna be great but i don't think he'll suck as much as others if that makes sense that's true because you do have kd and uh Kyrie. yeah but yeah, it's also, yeah, that's also going to skew like how cause you're not going to be able to like isolate his effect on the team just because you got two stars like them. And the, the Nets have a, like a, a decent, they got Karis, they got DeAndre now. Wait, wait, wait. I wouldn't have picked up DeAndre if I were them. I know he's their friend, but I wouldn't have picked him up. <laughs> not, that's not a winning move, bro. Yeah, he doesn't really get, he's not part of like the modern basketball. You know what I'm saying? Katie doesn't really care about who coaches him either. Like when he was on the Warriors, he did not listen to Steve Kerr. He just did whatever he wanted to do. Okay, but Steve Kerr is <laughs> Steve Kerr is a good coach. Yeah. But also, it's KD, bro. This guy is literally same with LeBron too. Like LeBron's the coach of the Lakers. LeBron's the coach <laughs> of every team. Yeah, I just, that's why I like Eric Spoelstra so much. He's like Eric Spoelstra is like the only coach to like not lose his job by coaching LeBron. That's bad. <laughs> like everyone else, that's they've bad. lost their job. <laughs> Yeah, just Luke Walton was, was our coach. They literally played against each other, and Luke Walton would be scoring baskets. Dude, for the I other still team. can't believe people try to tell me Luke Walton was a good coach, man. I still can't believe. Yeah, that. he coached the Warriors when Steve Kerr was out. That's why he was a good coach. He's not. Oh my God, that guy. He coached Steph in his. Prime. LeBron leaves that team. We don't make the playoffs. That's that's what happened. LeBron got injured. We went thirty-seven and fifty-five. Oh, yeah. That's so we true, were, but we were like number no four, or number three. Lonzo, oh, yeah. Lonzo has been in the league for three years. He's Lakers shooting mechanics. The Lonzo pick was such a big bust. Dude. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. God. No, I, imagine if Lakers, we took Tatum. Imagine if it's we took so Tatum. funny to me. Like, people hate the Lakers because the Lakers, they're not just the like biggest franchise in the NBA. They're arguably like the biggest franchise in the world. You go anywhere, people know who the Lakers are. Like, so it's. It, I kind of feel bad because, like, we suck at drafting. We draft Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram we and Jalen Brown. Dude. And like, Jason. Yeah, yeah. We listen to LeVar Ball to help us draft. <laughs> but we still get bailed out every 10 years by a star player coming like LeBron. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. like, it doesn't matter. No, like, I, I, think, I think that the Lakers will win this year because throughout – it's like a pattern. The Lakers win every 10 years. Then the 2000 finals, Lakers won. 2010 finals, Lakers won. 2020, n- not only is it like the next 10 years for the Lakers to win, you got LeBron James. You got Kobe Bryant as their biggest motivation. Like everyone's like, we're doing this for Kobe. Like everything that they've fought for, they have like the most motivation out of anyone. And so I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers win. They got to wear those black jerseys more. Cause the nuggets oh, yeah, are coming, bro. Those, yeah, yeah dude. The nuggets are coming, bro. Dude, Tonight, just imagine, <laughs> just imagine, like next week, like if the nuggets week, come next, back next Saturday around this time, and we're, we're talking about the Lakers and Heat, and all of a sudden it's like, get ready for the Celtics Nuggets finals. <laughs> imagine, crazy. bro. That'd be oh, crazy. I'd go nuts, bro. Ride or die, <laughs> Nuggets fan right here. Or Nuggets dude, fan. imagine if the Lakers drafted Tatum though. He would have been our shooting oh, yeah. guard instead of Danny Green, and we would have been we would have been balling, dude. It would have well, been the only way we got Anthony Davis is by trading Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, but we could have traded Kuzma instead of Lonzo. Yeah, I would have traded Kuzma 
if we had Tatum, I'm trading Kuzma. You're out, dog. You're out, dude. <laughs> That's true. He was, he was untouchable, and the guy is underwhelming this year now. Okay, can we talk about, like, organizations and, like, how – after I watched The Last Dance, it made me realize that, yeah, players are important, teams are important, obviously. But I think the most important thing for a team is also the organization and how well they can develop their players. Like, what happened to Kuzma, bro? What happened to his development? He – all yeah. he does is like he plays with LeBron. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, all he does is like, LeBron always gets like new, like older players that are already developed. Like I don't think he's he's fit for that developing role. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But because uh, I was thinking about it, like, okay, this is a question for you guys. If if Michael Jordan gets drafted number one to the Knicks instead of getting drafted three to the Bulls with um their I forgot the GM's name and the the president's name. Do you think he still wins six rings if he's on the Bulls? And, I mean, if he's on the Knicks instead of the Bulls? No. Exactly. That's why it's so important that the organize, how good an organization is. Like, yeah. I made a list, like, uh, a couple of weeks ago because I was just interested to see, like, w- what teams have, like, the highest winning percentage. Like, yeah, I mean, the Knicks like, better be at the bottom right now. <laughs> the, yeah, the Knicks aren't even on this list I have. Trash. The Celtics have won 17 rings in 74 years. They've okay. won 23 percent like- of the time. The Lakers 16 rings in 73 years. They've won 22 percent of the time. And then right after that, like 10 percent lower is the Spurs with five rings in 44 years. My biggest complaint with the NBA is how skewed the championships are. Like the Celtics and the Lakers have like half of the championships. That's partly because when, like, the NBA was young, you got Bill Russell, who's just like... <laughs> Literally 10 rings, bro. <laughs> Literally true, 10. This guy, has, this guy has as many rings as I have fingers, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. And then add one, dude. Oh <laughs> yeah, and then add one. Yeah. Crazy. Dude, that guy is Will good. Chamberlain, who's just, like, he's playing <laughs> with Jen and bro. Can we just talk about <laughs> Will, bro? He's just dropping 70s left and right. Nice. 100-point game. Like, oh who's God. dropping 100 points? You can't drop 100 points in today's NBA like that. No, you can't. They're impossible. Like, D-Book came close because he has a Suns team where no one's performing. Yeah, yeah, no one has a score. I'm <laughs> telling you, this guy is cold. <laughs> He's going to be a top five player in the next three years. I still can't believe you put him in your top, top five. Chill, dude. In the okay. next three years. We'll, we'll see. If Devin Booker makes all NBA first or all NBA second team next year, I'll forgive you for putting Devin Booker in the top 10. Yeah. Forgive me, I'll forgive bro. you for that. This guy is cold. Even if he makes all NBA third team. If he makes any all NBA team oh, next year. We'll see him there. We'll see him there. He, he's the complete package, bro. He's Okay, his defense at the beginning, I'll give it to him. His defense was trash. But every every young player – as most of the time, trash defense. So I'll give that. But okay, so I'll three, give you guys. He's wet. He has the handle. He facilitates. He literally went from a shooting guard who only just pretty much shot, and now he's a leader, a leader of a young Sun's team. Suns franchise needs to pick up someone, dude. Like he needs someone. Yes, like, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden's come, Aiden's Aiden's coming. Aiden's streaky though. That's true. That's true. And Aiden was injured, and there's like a ton of he got a, he had a ton of okay. So they started off hot. They had there was a ton of injuries, but Devin Booker has. You know how hard it is? Like, everyone says, like, oh, he puts up bad numbers or, like, good numbers, but he's the only one. He's getting doubled because that's the only thing that Suns had, and he keeps putting up the same numbers. He's like, I don't know what he averaged this year, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, 26 or 27. And he's been doing that 
aside from his rookie year. But he was cold his rookie year, too. He was, like, he like averaged, like, 18, which is like good. Top 10? Top 10. Top 10. This guy cannot be stopped, bro. Bradley Beal could be Bradley, everything yeah, Bradley Beal said. is just as good as Devin Booker. If not Bradley Beal could do everything you just said. Yeah, but and Bradley Beal doesn't, isn't a leader. And Bradley Beal also... What do you mean? I Devin Booker was so the Wizards. How come... Where are the Wizards, bro? Where are the Wizards? Devin Booker did all he could in this. Okay, recency. He did all he That's could that he could do. Bias. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely recency <laughs> bias. That recency well, I think bias. Bradley Beal just goes cold, and he also hit in John Wall's shadow. Don't let me. He came out of it, but he John Wall's been John injured Wall. the whole year. Bradley Beal's averaging like twenty, and or he's averaging over thirty probably this year. No, I don't think so. But I still think it's funny how unbalanced the league is. Like, there's like yeah. ten teams on the West who are fighting to make the playoffs, and there's, like, four teams. <laughs> yeah, it should be top 16. That's what I'm saying. It'll be so it, much more it's, entertaining. Especially in the bubble, it should have been top 16. Because I understand why it's 8-8 eight and eight during normal regular season because, like, travel and stuff. But mm-hmm. you're all in the same place in the bubble. It could have been top 16 easily. I also yeah. think that it's – the West is just more a luxurious place to go. So, like, players – obviously the good players want to go play in, like, L.A., own and all this like there's since, just as many the, destinations the, on the east though like New yeah, York, and also Miami. the east the east has more winning franchises like in terms of like franchises that have won rings before the bulls the 76ers the pistons the heat the also the celtics, celtics and mm-hmm. also the i think i'm missing one uh oh and now the raptors because the raptors like Kawhi has proven that you can win a ring on the raptors because masai ujiri is like one of the best gms in the league I was just talking mm-hmm. to Ron about that. But I also think that Kawhi won at a time where everyone is literally – it was it, – anyone could have won last year's ring. So, I sure. think you can kind of – and you also have Kawhi at eight. That's crazy. That's a hot take, bro. That's hot. Here's a hot take for you guys. Dude, he has Jokic higher than I do. That's crazy. And I, I, yeah, I dude, worship Jokic. Jokic's really high. I yeah, I have Jokic at five. I, I feel like he could be up there. I feel Jokic like Jokic dropped the twenty rebound triple double in the playoffs. Oh, this guy's goaded for sure. You don't got to. Uh, that's a top five player. You don't got to prove anything to Matthew. Matthew, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew. He's, the, he's pool, the best bro. center in the league. His passing, yeah, bro. Dude, this fool is literally yeah. Magic Johnson. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, dude. If Bam could get even a sliver of Jokic's passing, because you know, Bam can still pass, but not as yeah. well as Jokic. Oh my God, it'd be over. That, that'd be beautiful. I think here's my hot take. I think Luca has the potential to be the best player in NBA history. Oh yeah, that's not that hot. Okay, that's think about hot. it. Like if Luca keeps playing like this, and like Porzingis stops being inconsistent, <laughs> that's the problem. That's the biggest problem. Like they got a good base. Like okay, they add one more like decent piece. Like Tim Hardaway is playing good. Seth Curry is reliable. Um, Seth Curry's cool. I mean, they need like a center. I mean, obviously they got Porzingis, but like a good backup because what's his name? Imagine if they get Giannis, bro. Dude, Dude if they get Giannis, I feel like he he wants to go there. I feel like you know how like on the All Stars, like he picked um what's that Pascal Siakam, Siakam over oh, yeah. James Harden. Yeah. I feel like he wants to play with like players that are from Europe or just from like out of not from the U.S. I feel like that's his kind of thing. Yeah, dude. Imagine. But like, imagine a white pe- a white person being the best player in NBA history. That would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be kind of okay. Okay, he can be, but his work is laid like 
laid out for him, bro. He needs to work on his defense. And yeah, that's true. He's not even like, that great of a shooter, to be honest. He's yeah, his three-point shooting is overrated. If he but the impact works, he has on a team is crazy. But he, his potential is literally goat status. That's his potential. Like game two against the Clippers, but, I was like, wow, this kid is yeah. special. He, but his work is laid out for him. Yeah. yeah, was it game two? Get, yeah, the, it was game the two. buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, okay. He could either become the goat or what everyone will see as like what could have been. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Nice. Could be nice. That's like uh, Joel Anthony, that number one pick. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, your Heat. What a great franchise, dude. That okay. number one pick on Joel Anthony. <laughs> okay, but I, my, me and my friends are watching the NBA draft this year. And when we picked Tyler Hero at number 13, I was like, who was the heck pick. is this guy? Bro, yeah. I've been thinking his like, name. I've seen his highlight tape when he was fighting against some, like, he, he lives in, like, some white neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I was yeah. watching him. I said, this guy's next Devin Booker, bro. Next uh, Devin I, Booker. That's all on me because I, I don't watch a lot of college. So, I, I was just me looking too. at stats. I was like, who the heck is this guy? But they made me realize, like, I'm not going to – I cannot doubt the Heat. Not even just their drafting, but their – like front office ever again because Kendrick Nunn's undrafted Duncan Robinson's undrafted Udonis Haslam's undrafted a lot of their picks are not in the top 10 Bam I was like why did we draft Bam we have Hassan Whiteside and then Hassan Whiteside proved to us that he can't survive in the heat culture and Bam proved that he could and now Bam like he's the youngest player in NBA history to average 15 10 5 and uh shoot over 50 percent from the field he's the youngest player in NBA history to do that and so his ceiling is also really high too. So it's just, it's just really yeah, fun. You guys like, got a lot of young guys who have like a yeah, lot of potential. Not, yeah, that's really that's like, crazy though. We have so many young guys, and we're one win away from the NBA Finals. They were so not only the are they like, bro. they're present. They're they're also the future. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. the Celtics. I feel like you kind of have to give that also to the Celtics. They built a team. oh yeah, the Nuggets. I'm gonna just say Jamal Murray. I think he was yeah, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray is a star now, dude. Like he's proven to be a star. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. dropping two fifty pieces no, the injuries, in the playoffs. The injuries have definitely plagued him. He's been mm-hmm. injured like every year. So, but Gary it's Harris needs to be a better third option for them. Yeah, he's well. He just came back from injury as well. So that's like. Yeah. I used to bag on Craig every. All right, I have a question Craig? for you, James. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, what's up? If the Clippers beat the Nuggets, you think the Lakers are still advancing to the finals? Yeah, bro. I'm still a Lakers fan, bro. I, I, I'm not, I would, I hate the Clippers, man. I hate the Clippers, so many people the predicted Celtics. it. So many people predicted. The Clippers. I, I, I hated that. Like, what the frick? Like, it was like Paul George got clamped by LeBron in the East. Kawhi every Leonard's year, not every year. LeBron. Yeah. So I was like, why does everyone see Clippers advancing over the Lakers? So. Yeah, Skip Bayless, it was, it was man. Like it was, it was, yeah, Skip Bayless, bro. If you're watching this podcast, you're 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 a terrible <laughs> commentator, dude. I oh he, I think he does it, bro. Like he knows that every time LeBron performs, bro, he's got Anthony Davis, like, bro. Did, did, yeah. did you see those two free throws he missed in the third? Oh yeah, did you see his fourteen <laughs> points that he just dropped in the fourth? Like what? Uh, I, I hate watching like I don't I only watch because it's funny, but yeah, it's kind of just busted. Shannon Sharp, bro, goat mask, <laughs> the goat mask, Shannon Sharp. Well, honestly, like back to your point when you're saying like. Oh, you have to also give that to the Celtics because they're also really young and also made the conference finals. I I also kind of feel bad, like if the Heat make the finals because the Celtics have been in the Eastern Conference Finals three out of the four yeah, past I know. years I and still haven't made it. There's there has to be something wrong. 
Because I think it's a leader. Not only that, I think it's a they got Kemba Walker, who was supposed to be their leader. Yeah, yeah Kemba Walker is underwhelming. Still don't make it this year, dude. That's painful. Something something needs yeah. to change. It's their system. Well, one the thing is, the, yeah, but I think that overall, like, they don't have a true leader. And I think all they like. Tatum is developing into a superstar. I don't think he's there yet, though, right? Well, I think he's they there. Don't ha- that kid is there. He's there. I mean, he's he's on my top. You think you think D books a superstar? So like, yeah, yeah, he's a superstar. <laughs> wait, 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 I'm not gonna let that slide. He's a superstar already. He's a superstar. You can't. You put no, Devin Booker on every Tatum. team and improve them really every single team. I'm rooting for the Celtics because of Tatum. I believe in him. I don't think he's a superstar because a superstar can't drop zero points in the first quarter. I mean, in the first half. Tatum, you just can't uh, do that. Also, then drop 28 in the second half. Here's the thing. Steph Curry did he had that seven, seven one of the playoff games. Steph Curry, he dropped, he, he dropped zero points in the first half against the Rockets, but then went off in the second half and won the game. The, yeah. the only difference here is Jason Tatum, zero points in the first half, went off in the second half, but he still lost. Wait, they, he you might go off all you want, but you gotta oh, win yeah. the game. You yeah, gotta win true. the game. No, you're also, right. I'm not saying Steph is Steph is different, bro. He's the best shooter to ever touch a ball. Yeah, I can't wait till it comes back. Like, I'm not even a Warriors fan, but watching Steph is so fun because here's the difference between Steph and James Harden. Steph gets double teamed, he passes it, and he Move, runs around the court like crazy. And people say like the hardest time to guard Steph is when he doesn't have the ball. When James Harden gets doubled, he passes it and he just stands there. And it's like, bro, like the possession is over for you. You're just gonna stand there. Like if he if Harden learned to move off the ball like Curry could, he he'd he'd be so much better. And I think that's part of the reason why I don't think James Harden is a winner. Because you can see like Steph is hustling out there. James Harden, he wants highlight plays. Once he gets doubled, he passes it out and then just stands there. Yeah, I think that's the problem with the Rockets. They don't have a good mentality. Like, even Westbrook. Westbrook mm-hmm. is... I think Westbrook is... Trash. I think Westbrook is... Mm-hmm. Westbrook yeah, is the most overrated in the NBA. That's why you can't go off stats. Because if you went off stats, then Russell Westbrook's, like, the best player in NBA history. Nah, nah. I think he, 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 he stat pads, though. That's a different thing. Yeah. Yeah. You, if you're getting stats, and you they're not, like... They're helping like when team, he was, I understand. When he was averaging a triple-double, how many minutes was he playing? Like, he was holding the ball the whole game. Nobody mm-hmm. else on the Thunder was touching that ball mm-hmm. except for like, like next to the basket, yeah. like alley oop. But he also, was really he was best winning. Best. Like when he won MVP and was doing the triple double thing, he was winning. So think I, about it. Sometimes at some point you have to realize Westbrook is the problem, dude. He had KD. He, I don't know why he, he had Harden. Then he went mm-hmm. and he had Paul George, Melo. Mm-hmm. Now he's with Harden. He, they can't win, dude. Yeah, it's true. It's true. He's a, but I think Westbrook and Harden are similar players in their like in the type of mentality that they both carry. Oh, yeah. Where it's like, oh, I have to be the best player on the court. Mm-hmm. It's not about winning so much as I need to stat pad as much as possible because that's what's gonna make a name for myself in this league. When mm-hmm. it's not, like legacy is all about who can win in those in those moments. That, that's not, I dropped thing, eighty, but I lost. Like Yeah, that's the other thing that's crazy though, is because Everyone puts so much value on winning, but then, like, like obviously that's not a problem, like, because that's the end of the day you want to win. But then they get mad when players leave teams to go for a team that can win them a ring. Like, if Kevin Rand doesn't leave to the Warriors, just stays on the Thunder, never wins a ring, everyone's going to be like, oh, Kevin Rand sucks, he never won a ring, blah, 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 blah. So he goes to the Warriors so he can win the ring so he can save his legacy. 
Think about the NBA like TNT halftime show. Everyone clowns Charles Barkley for not winning a ring. So so many players this day are like in their mind. They're like, do I stay on this team or do I save my legacy by chasing a ring? That's why I like I have mad respect for Damian Lillard because no matter what, he's staying on the Portland Trailblazers because he doesn't care about uh, like chasing rings somewhere else. He wants to win it for Portland. So I have mad respect for him. Yeah, Kobe was the same way too. Not well, okay. There, that's where we get issues because Kobe, when he was with Shaq, he was like, either you trade me or you trade Shaq. Yeah. He didn't have the type of loyalty that Dirk Nowitzki had, where he right. was like, I'm staying on this team for 20 years. And I still think that 2011's championship run was like the most like shocking thing I've seen in a like an NBA season. Because you, you think of NBA Finals winning teams, there's always at least two options. Dirk Nowitzki was, like, by himself. He had J.J. Oh, Barea and hold Jason on. Terry. Jason Terry. Bro, Jason Terry was flying through fools. He was – oh, my yeah, God. but he's not on crazy. the same level of, like, an all-star okay. second option that people on, think on. you need for – That's how I feel about Derek Fisher, bro. That's how I feel about Derek Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> how you feel about Jason Terry? That's how I feel about Derek Fisher, bro. Hold on. Let's look at the 2011 NBA Finals. Let's look at the stats real quick. Okay. Game one. Okay, game one Heat win. All right, let's look, let's look at a Mavericks win. Game two. All right. Mavericks. Dirk 24, 11-4. Sean Marion. Dude, you're forgetting about Sean Marion. Oh, Sean Marion was cold. Sean Marion was cold. That so deep cold. And Jason that Terry cool. dropped 16-5. and five. I thought, yeah, cool. Very reliable. Sean Marion, 28-3. Jason Kidd. Oh my God, you forgot about Jason Kidd too. One of the best passes. Come on. Okay, that Heat team was better than that Mavericks team. Oh, for sure. But you can't just say they didn't have great players. It was. It wasn't. I didn't say they didn't have great players. I just said that, like, when you think of championship teams, you think Kobe, Shaq. You think LeBron and his big three. You think LeBron and Kyrie. You think Steph and Clay. But you think of the 2011's Mavericks. You you're gonna tell me you think of okay. Dirk and I, Jason Terry. <laughs> no, people think of Dirk Nowitzki. That's why yeah. it's so crazy to me, bro. Like LeBron collapsed. I feel like it was like the NBA basketball gods being like, yo, mad respect to you, Dirk Nowitzki, for staying he in the ring, same bro. team for that long. He would take this ring against the team that everyone thought was going to win. I, I was so shocked that they won. That was crazy. Now I think it's impossible to win without a second, like a superstar. I really do think it's oh, yeah. most impossible. But yeah, I mean, I guess. All right. Of, well, that was a good conversation. Yeah. About I'm transitioning away from that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we talked about basketball for a while. Yeah. I kind of want to get like like your hour. opinions on like the Christian community, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, as a man who like follows God, what do you think the Christian community needs to improve on most? And like, mm-hmm. as a counter to that, what do you think that the Christian community is currently doing well? Yeah. Um, my biggest problem with the Christian community right now is we're forgetting the heart of God. We're forgetting that the whole entire Bible can be summed up into two things. It's all about loving God and loving people. But Christians throw that away and think, okay, it's all about me being holy and you don't believe in God, so you're not holy. And it's all about, oh, I'm just going to judge you until you feel convicted enough to want to become a Christian. It's all about, like, what we need to understand and what my pastor told me that I thought was really good is if, if the Christians, if fellowship, if the church wants to 
continue to grow and continue to prove that like there's something special about Jesus is we have to start doing it with love and we have to start understanding that you don't need to believe to belong. Like if Jesus was not about building walls and um, putting one, like this group of people on this side and this group of people on this other side, it was all about building bridges. And even if you don't believe in me, I'm even if you don't believe in the same things I believe, I'm still going to love you nonetheless. But so many Christians nowadays, it's like, not only am I a Christian, but I'm also a Republican Christian. So if you don't believe in what I believe, uh, then you're not a real Christian or you're a fake Christian or you're a weak Christian or um, like, I, I won't listen to this black gospel music or I won't listen to this because uh, blah, 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 blah. And for me, probably the biggest thing is like people not believing that faith and science can believe, can like coexist. Like people being like, oh, I believe in so much faith in God that I don't need to wear a mask when I go out because I believe that God will protect me anyways. Like, no, like if like people are said that God created this world and that includes all of the laws that exist in the world, things like gravity, things like um, science and medicine, like God put like rules and regulations in place in this world for humans to create medicine and stuff like that. But they just throw it out the window and say, nah, if you wear a mask, then you're, like, I literally heard uh, someone gone to even say, like, if you wear a mask, then you're, like, stopping yourself from uh, inhaling the air that God gave you. Like, what, what are you talking about, bro? Like, <laughs> it's, it's so frustrating when I see people blend their Christian values with Republican values or with conservative values because they see pro-life and they think, okay, I, I identify with that, so I'm going to identify with everything else that it entails uh, with being a Republican. And something, like... I don't understand how there's racist Christians out there. Like that, that makes absolutely no sense to me. That, that is like the biggest oxymoron to me, being a racist Christian. Like God literally has so many stories of where um, there's racial tensions between like Jewish people and Israelites. And he, he's able to reconcile that and tackle racism in a way that we just haven't been able to do. And with people being like, oh, God gave me freedom, so I'm not going to listen to the government regulations and stuff. The Bible doesn't talk about your freedom being for you, like American freedom talks about. The Bible says, my freedom is so that I can go and serve other people. But Christians, a lot of right-wing Republican Christians don't believe in that. And a lot of televangelists too, they're just like scamming people for money and doing what people used to do and use religion for uh, a way for you to like scam people from their money and it, it's it's so disappointing because if everyone really truly lived like jesus lived christians could completely change the world and they could completely because it's all based on loving people but people tend to forget about that and think it's about um judgment and about like me being right and you being wrong oh and then your, your point about like what i see was going well with the christian community is the new generation. There's so many new pastors out there and so many new churches and musical artists who are championing uh, Black Lives Matter, who are using verses to, um, un- to, st- to like explain to people why, like, why it's okay to, um, why, why Jesus would believe in something like Black Lives Matter. Because when Jesus was on this earth, of course he said stuff like all tribes and all tongues are valuable which people would say like, oh, okay, Jesus would believe in all lives matter. Like everyone believes in all lives matter, but it's so frustrating how people think black lives matter is controversial when Jesus said things like blessed are the poor, blessed are the meek, 
he pointed out individual groups that were suffering and said, hey, these people matter too. And that's just the same thing that Black Lives Matter is doing, saying like, hey, these people are hurting and we need to empathize with them. Jesus didn't bring up stats on black on black crime. He didn't bring up stats on, oh, do you actually know the facts behind this murder and stuff? They said, no, this person died. I'm going to sympathize. I'm going to empathize with them. And there's a new generation of Christians who are like millennials, people my age who are believing and championing and trying to change people's views on what Christians really are. Can I add something about like the whole religious talk? Yeah. Sure. Okay. So I'm personally not Christian, right? Mm. I'm I'm Muslim, but like, Mm. I feel that a lot of the concerns that James brought up, like extend to my community as well. Right. Mm. Because I think a lot of people have become increasingly like self-interested in the world that we live in, where it's like, I'm a better religious person than you are. Mm. Therefore you are not worthy of upholding this religion. And that's become incredibly like, like detrimental to all religious circles because it's not about, it's not about like putting people down where they make mistakes mm-hmm. or uh, where they need areas of improvement, but doing that through love. And I have immense respect for you, James, because like mm-hmm. you, you advocate like a very, very, very great message. And I think we're alike in that fashion, like mm-hmm. at least our two religions are. Oh, yeah. um, uh, but you know, a lot of people, they just, they don't, they don't respect other people's viewpoints mm. and they're very close-minded to listening to the stories of other people. I think that's oh, yeah. very important in, in like a religious context because it's not about one, one person, like you have to be this build, you have to have this personality, you have to have this in order to be a faithful Christian, a faithful mm. Muslim, a faithful Jew. No, it's like diversity is like the foundation of our religions itself. Mm. And that's why it spread across Mm. so many continents and so many circles. And I don't know, I just think that's a problem. Obviously, I agree with you that like this new era is like championing these movements. And that's of course a good thing because there's a a lot of verses in the Quran that refer to like, uh, your race doesn't make you superior to another person. Mm. Your, it's only by piety and love for God that Mm. you are, and your character that makes you uh, not not necessarily superior, but a a a more. I don't know how to explain this because I don't want to like give off this like superiority. Yeah, yeah, like, I know what you mean. Yeah, I yeah. think you know what I think you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to add that because I think that's really important. Yeah, yeah. That's why like um, I'm super grateful for my church because I was really afraid when this coronavirus thing happened and the Black Lives Matter thing happened that my pastor was gonna be like, oh, that's all fake. Like, take off your mask and stuff, or like um, Black Lives Matter doesn't exist. Blah blah blah. But no, my pastor, he, he like, he shares with people, like we went on a protest with him um, for Black Lives Matter. He's working he, rigorously on having a full sermon series about racial reconciliation, a full class, like where people can sign up to take a class about racial reconciliation. He takes COVID very seriously. Like people wear masks, people have like seat covers on their seats, uh, temperature checks and stuff. He like completely understands that you can be safe but also not be held back by fear. And I think that's something that's really important. Yeah. And those yeah. things can coexist in religion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know, I know you have to go soon, James. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to kind of skip okay. through, really. Do you have any opinions on Rich Brian's album, 1999, or Nikki's album, Moonchild? I like Moonchild more than 1999 because uh-huh. I feel like some of Rich Brian's songs sounds exactly the same. That's why I liked... Mm-hmm. Um, 
DOA. That one was good. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is this? Like the weekend. And then the, the one that everyone knows love <laughs> in my pocket. That one's good. Yeah. Dude. But the beginning of Moonchild with um, Nightcrawlers. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this I song is creepy. So <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 the ending is hella creepy. But I think the beginning is like so nice. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I like Celine though. That one's a good song. And then yeah. everyone likes Lose because that one's a good yeah. Sim song. Um, oh, yeah. And then, yeah, bro, Nikki is mad pretty. Mad pretty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like <laughs> them comp side majors at UCLA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, man. Uh, it's tough, bro. Fun. Gotta chase the bag, though. I understand. I understand. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we can kind of wrap it up there. Obviously, you know about the segment Too Hot, a minute and 30 right, seconds. Man. I'm actually right. nervous now, dude, because James actually has the potential to beat my score. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm currently on top right now. Starting in three, two, one, go. What sport does Cristiano Ronaldo play? Football. What is the capital of Zimbabwe? I got no clue. <laughs> in Princess and, and the Frog, what is the princess's name? Tiana. The song Cancelled is sang by what famous artist who also created the album Trapsole? Pass. 56 divided by 8 is what? 7. What is the last book in the Bible? Uh, Revelations. The Six Piece Hot EP is an album sang by what artist? Uh, pass. What is the name of the longest river in South America? Pass. What is the currency that they use in Denmark? Euros. What, what flower is most commonly given on Valentine's Day? Rose. What sport does Karis LeVert play? Basketball. Bathmophobia is a fear of what? Pass. What happened during the years 1939 to 1945? World War II. Which U.S. state is known as the Sunflower State? Oh, frick. Pass. <laughs> How, what type of metal is ah, – what are the three <laughs> complementary colors? <laughs> uh, red, green, blue. Minecraft was created by what individual? Notch. <laughs> Venistrophobia is a fear of what? Uh, pass. <laughs> what shape has five sides? Oh, Rick, Pentagon. <laughs> Ooh, that was the last question. I think he got nine. I'm not sure. Hold on. I have to somehow. Okay. I, I was listening to the, the podcast uh, that Ronnie was in. How did you not know Keanu Reeves plays Neo in the Matrix? Oh, yeah. I know. I know. I should have <laughs> said Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that was terrible, dude. Uh, that one was funny. Oh, yeah. And then when it was like basketball thing that doesn't end with S, I was like, oh, yeah, the Heat. And you were like, oh, they all end with S. I was like, what? Dude, like literally every other team ends with S. Yeah. yeah. Really, if you, think, if you thought about it, yeah. Like aside from the Jazz. Yeah, yeah, I said the yeah, James, you got nine. You are now currently joint first with Ronnie Hafez. Hafez. Dude, those phobia questions? I was like, what? Yeah, dude, those are... No, 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 no. Okay, electrophobia <laughs> is the fear of chickens. Bathmophobia is the fear of steep um, steep slopes. I thought and you would get the, the Amazon River, though, in South America. And the, and Bro, the, I totally the, forgot that's in South America. Yeah. The venestrophobia <laughs> is the fear of beautiful women. Like Venus from That's crazy. The, the fear of uh, UCLA. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, it's crazy. But, yeah, we're glad to have you on. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is, uh, dude, we've had a lot of basketball. Haven't we, yeah. Haven't we talked to like the last three have been super, super good and super, super long? Yeah. So this like, is oh, one yeah. of my favorite ones for you. Yeah. Three. But yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Thanks for coming on. <laughs> I don't remember that hot take. I remember yeah. the Celtics in seven and the Devin Booker top ten play. I remember the Heat over the I remember Lakers. these. I said, okay, I said I'm rooting for the Heat. I yeah. said I won't be surprised if the Lakers win the finals. Yeah. But who's who's winning? Like, give me your take right now. Who's winning the finals? LeBron. <laughs> the Lakers. Okay. The Lakers are probably winning. Uh, what is that? What is that? All right. Later. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. Take care.